And hey, we're live on Facebook. Listen, I want to I want to tell you guys, I am interviewing today a very good friend of mine. He is, um, man, the guy is absolutely amazing. He's a good, good. He's turned into such a good friend of mine over the the last few years. We've known each other for quite a while. Um, I, I've I've watched this guy. He's he's a little bit a little bit younger than me. Um, but I've watched him grow significantly. I mean, significantly over the. Hold on, I need to. I need to pull this up on my phone here. Um, so I've watched him grow significantly over the last few years. He's had some major breakthroughs in life. So I want to. Without any more from me, I want to. I want to welcome my good friend and buddy Stephen Fout. Stephen, welcome to the show, brother. What's going on, man? I'm Dude. happy, I'm honored to be on this. I'm I'm very honored to have you here, man. I'm honored to have you here. We've got some people sharing. I want to just shout them out real quick and say thank you. Um, looks like Jill Rainey Walls. I know that. I know that chick. How do I know her? Oh yeah, I'm married to her. Um, Jill shared it out. Looks like a couple of other people have. So, so you know, like like I told you on on the show that I'm doing here. What's up, Jesse Hall? Um, I'm doing, um, you know, uh, kind of an open, and, and I love the way my book is, is strategically positioned. You like how I that, right? <laughs> okay. a little product placement in the background. I just, I got, for full transparency, Elizabeth, thank you for sharing. I told him, I said, dude, why don't you have my book back there? What's going <laughs> on? So he, he, he put it back there. So, man, all kinds of people have shared this out. So thank you for that. Um, so listen, Stephen is a, I, I, there's a technical term for what he is. He is a badass is what he is. And, and I've, you know, I've got to know him. I've gotten to know Stephen pretty well. And dude, you, you, um, you're, you know, your stuff, man. And I'm, I'm really, um, I, I, I'm really impressed with you, man. So, so talk, let's talk a little bit about, um, where, where it all started for you. I mean, I know you've done, yeah. you were, you were the number one television salesperson in, in the entire state of Louisiana for many, many years. You've done, I mean, I've seen, I haven't ever been to your home, not yet, but I, I've, I've seen it on video. You got a nice crib and, and, you know, you're, you're pretty youthful still. And it's just impressive, man. So tell me Thanks, where, man. like, where where did you grow up? Let's start there. Where did you grow up? Yeah, I was born in New Orleans. I still live in, I live in Slidell, which is a suburb right outside of New Orleans. But I was born and raised um, in New Orleans and then grew up with a high school out here uh, with a college uh, about 30 miles east of LSU, a little small university called Southeastern. Got my marketing degree there. And... You know, I was in college. I did some. I was DJ, and man, I was just, I was having a good time. And I said, you know, eventually I got to get into the real world of working and and get a job because you know I don't want to live at my parents' house forever. But um, but I was DJing and traveling the country, making a bunch of money. So I was like, this is kind of cool. This is great. Let's let's do this as long as I possibly can. Right. Well, then um, it wound up an opportunity came came about to work for a TV station in New Orleans. Um, and I was like, man, like I always thought commercials were sold like on a national level. Like you see a Super Bowl spot for like millions of dollars. And I mean, like, yeah, I guess I could do local advertising. So I was 22 years old 
And um, I started working for the, it was a duopoly. It was an ABC and a CW affiliate. And uh, they pretty much said, look, man, you don't have any sales experience, but like, we'll give you a shot. Come in, like, here's the phone book. And just, you know, you can make 20% commission on anything you sell. And so I was like, all right, well, I, I want to get paid. So I started like banging on doors. I started like calling people cold and I started like producing a lot of revenue and a lot of income. And they're like, man, like, who's this young guy like doing all this? Like, and the, and the veterans were like, man, this guy's a lot of energy. Like, you know, he's, he's breaking all these new business records and making all this money, getting all these awards. And so, um, they started shifting over to me, like transactional accounts, which are like McDonald's. It was like cost communications. So I had built up a base of business through like transactional accounts as well as going out to the marketplace, calling the local businesses. So I started like stacking and stacking and stacking. And then, the, you know, the rule of thumb in the t- a TV station would be, was, you know, wait for somebody to, uh, either retire or move on and that list opens up and there's like a, a waiting line, to like get in the freaking manager's office to get all their accounts. So, um, so I was able to pick up some accounts doing that, but then just still kept pounding like new business and like, like local advertisers for like, you know, ABC and for CW and I was selling sports here and there. I did it for, and I was at eight, almost eight years. I was at the, um, the Tribune owned station in New Orleans. And uh, made a bunch of money, man. Traveled, like, like it you, was awesome. You were in the, you, you were. I mean, I, I know what kind. Of, you want to tell everybody what kind of money you were making, man? Because it's crazy. It was for twenty three years old. Let's see. I had like, I had a new Mercedes. I was in the Dominican Republic just for fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, it was, it was good. It was, it was when TV was relevant. So I was, I was catching <laughs> it, man. I was doing really well. It was well, well into the six figure level. And, and, oh, yeah. and, and was, you know, that was in your, in your twenties, man. And, I was 23. I was 23 and making over a hundred grand a year. Yeah. And, and that and was in well, 2000. That was 2007. Right. 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 So. Yeah. I mean, that was, and, and, and that's, what, that's what I, I, I found so impressive about you, man, is you're just, I mean, look, that puts you in a, a pretty big baller category in, in my book. You know, yeah. like if you can go at 23 years old. Now, let me ask you a question, though, and and be be honest, man. Be honest. I know I know how you went to LSU, right? No, I went to Southeastern, which is All close Southeast. enough to LSU. I know how much yeah. you wish you would have gone to Ohio State University. I don't blame you. Um, <laughs> but, but let me ask you this, dude. How much, how, how relevant was that degree when it came to knocking on doors? How, 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 how much did you use your college degree when you were out knocking on doors? Did you ever have the thought? Because I, that's, I think, I think for me it was like the college degree got me like the interview. Yeah. But, you know, the interview got me the job. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And that was pretty much it. At that point, it was, okay, well, can you produce? Look, I had friends of mine that were getting MBAs, and they didn't have any experience. Right. And it's like, well, I can't find a job. Well, now it's now you're coming out of, you're coming out of college with an MBA and no work experience. And now you have those three letters behind your name. You're like, well, I want to start off making $80,000, $90,000 a year. Well, guess what? You can, can you sell? I don't know if you can sell or not. <laughs> right. I have no clue. You have an MBA. That's great. But, but, you know, if it's between a person with an MBA or a person that's got five years sales experience, documented sales experience and sales success. Right. I mean, you're going to go with the guy that's got the experience. Right. 
Right. So, so for, I think for, for now, I mean, I, I don't know, man, I, I'd struggle with somebody that would, that would, would be borrowing money today to get a business degree. Right. General I, business. I think, I mean, I, you know, my point is, you know, that, and you and I've talked a lot about the books that we read or that we've read and studied and, and what, what helps, what helps because at the end of the day, it's like Grant Cardone says, like it's, it's, it comes down to having an ability to produce revenue. That's, that's right. what, that's right. what, no matter what you're doing, if you're working for somebody else or you have your own business, you got to be able to yeah. produce revenue and that comes from the sales the skills. Yeah. And you're able to help clients, help them, you know, uh, you, you solve their problems right. and provide them with solutions. Um, and, you know, and, and form a great relationship, work with clients. Um, it's a win-win. It's a win for the client. It's a win for you. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's the name of the game, man. And, and I think for me, like I, I learned a lot of lessons out on the streets selling. Yeah. Uh, that, that were not taught in a classroom setting. Right. You know, um, you know, my wife, on the other hand, is a doctorate in physical therapy. Like she had to go to school. She had to get her doctorate, yeah. like to do what she does every day. Right. And she wouldn't, she wouldn't trade what she does, even though she's, she works very hard and, and has some really tough days. I don't think she would trade doing what she does for having to do what I do. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. amazing, by the way. I, I know your wife. She's, she's, she's awesome. She's, you're, you're a blessed man. You're yeah. a blessed man. So, so the, the thing, the thing that, um, that, um, I think, you know, my, my point was, you know, you've, you've, your success comes from your ability to sell and close a deal. Would you agree with that? Hundred percent. Yeah. And that's that's, how, that's how you measure success. I mean, you can measure success other ways, but I mean, from a sales perspective, I mean, if you're successful or not, is are you able to go out to the marketplace, right. you know, with a solution that a client would exchange, you know, funds for to right. to to uh, to work with them on? So, right. um, you know, the ones that can go out and sell. They can go out and get it. I know for me, and I've kind of went on a journey, and, and, and I'm sure we'll get into it eventually, but for me, like, I, I always, I've never, I don't, it doesn't matter where I wind up or what I'm doing because I know I can sell. Right. Right. And I can provide service to clients. So no matter where I'm working, if I'm working for a big company in New York City, or if I start my own firm and in, in what I'm doing out here in New Orleans, like, the, the, the thought of, well, am I going to make it or not? Like, I know I can sell. I know I can provide services to clients and help them. Right. So, therefore, it, it it allows you to go out to the marketplace and to to fine tune your business. And 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 that for me has taken away any what I would call fear, sure. um, because I, I'm betting on myself. Right. 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 So, so you know, you and I've spent. I don't even know how many hours on phone calls and what a lot, right? Um, a lot. But you know, I know that you've had a um, you you were at the the one station group there in New Orleans for a while, and then you you ended up um, just continue to tell. I mean, what was your, so, what was so the next was at, step? Was the, yeah, I was at the I was at the uh, ABC station in the marketplace, um, and. Uh, you know, as far as news rankings and all that, they were they were last. I mean, they they didn't. It wasn't a large, it wasn't a powerhouse news station. Um, and so, um, you know, as I was, you know, in my career, I was eight years in. You know, thinking to myself, let's see. Well, you know, do I want to stay in television? 
or do I want to go do something else like medical sales or whatnot? And I liked advertising, right. but I knew for my income was limited because of the amount of, of um, market share that, that the, the, the TV station had. So it, it can only grow so much, a lot of churn because it wasn't getting advertising results. Right. So I was approached by the number of the CBS affiliate knocked on my door and made me an offer. And I was like, I don't know. It's, it's not quite where it needs to be in order for me to leave a, you know, a company I was in for eight years. Right. And so uh, two months later, they came back with a more aggressive offer. And I said, all right, if I want to go sell for CBS, which now you're selling the Super Bowl and now you're selling college football, which down here in the SEC is a big market yeah. for TV. You know, so so when you're selling, you know, an LSU Florida game at 2.30 up against Wake Forest, uh, Ohio State, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> the New Orleans market is going to tune into Florida LSU versus that that game, so you could charge more money and just you know higher revenue, and then you get higher commissions. Right. So um, so I left. It was a hard decision because I, I was I love working for the guys I worked with. Yeah. Uh, but years. I made them. Eight What's years? that? It wasn't eight, eight years. About eight yeah. years. Yeah. At that station, yeah. Yeah. So um, so I was like, man, you know, I I got to move up. So I went to work for the the number one station in town, um, and I worked there for about two and a half years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when you and I kind of connected at the end of that run. Yeah. Um, income went, it went even higher at that point because I had a better product to sell right. and I was cru- really crushing it. You were really uh, crushing it. I was doing really well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I met Ken when, when, uh, and, and Ken and I, um, you know, did some business back in the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and, uh, we and did. I was able to, I jumped on a, a, a sales training platform that he was selling at the time, and I created a platform and um, and knew that I wasn't going to stay in TV forever. So I had to set myself up for something that was going to be something I could go and like Cardone would say 10x, yeah, right, to scale out, right. So um, so I created this this virtual training platform, designated just taking everything that I did and put it into a platform to help TV and digital sellers go out and sell in the marketplace. You know, using Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, all new ways of selling. That have got me to be successful, um, and now I'm, I'm uh, I have a system available uh, to TV stations and all that. So I'm able to offer to them to show them how I did it, and you know the ways that corporate was sending down PowerPoint slides, or I've been on so many busted training seminar days, just a waste of time. Right. Uh, and so I was like, you know what? If I could do something that makes sense, that the account executives can relate to it, it's current, it's fresh. It's affordable, it's measurable, then, then I would do that. So I launched that, I, I built that program, uh, and got it kind of kept in my back pocket for the right time to launch it. Um, and, and that's when Fox, the Fox station had called me up and said, look, man, we want you to come work for us. You can sell the Saints. You can sell all your know, NFL football and the Super Bowl's back on Fox again. So I was like, all right, look, if I'm going to stay in TV. Like, let's just, let's just try out Fox and see how it works. And then, you know, at this point in time, the, the big shift that happened from, you know, tra- traditional media with television advertising now, the social media. Um, and um, it was hitting really hard because the accounts that I had were a lot of automotive accounts. And, you know, those guys were traditionally spending money on television. Um, and my account list basically just evaporated over like three months. What year was uh, that? When when was this? This was 2016. This was, 20, this was recently. <clears throat> yeah, this was 2016. So, I was like, man, like, okay, here we go back, back again on the streets, you know, selling new business. I've got, you know, 10 years experience now in selling TV. Um, you know, here I am. I'm actually like longer in the business, but making less money because now I'm back to, you know, back to when I was, you know, 22 years old. 
And uh, I said, this is not this is not the right right move for me. So right. I uh, right. I was um, on my phone one night just going through YouTube channels and, um, you know, up pops Grant. Like he pops up everybody's YouTube channel, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Cardone jumps on. Yeah. And, uh, and there's this guy on video and it says, you know, Cardone coaches uh, advertising agency to $100 million. I said, man, this is interesting, right? This guy's comes from the school of Cardone. You know, he's got, you know, he's, he's, he wasn't doing that much with social media just yet. And so um, that's when I when I flew up. I literally I literally booked a flight to New York City, um, and uh, and flew up and met with the CEO and said, look, I've been in TV for years. Like I've been crushing it. The shift is happening. I know where the shift is happening now. Like you guys are ahead of the curve. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested in if we can work a deal out where I could still stay in New Orleans. I don't mind traveling, you know, but uh would love to come work for the for the ad agency and get that New York, I mean, Manhattan, the big I mean yeah. multi million dollar accounts. Yeah. Uh and uh he said, Let's do it. So I uh we worked a deal out and I went and, and told Fox that I was leaving and um they were like, Wait, where are you going, man? New York City. I said, No, no, no. I'm gonna stay here. I'm gonna stay here local, uh I'll travel. Um, man, flash forward like four months. I'm on a private jet. I'm like doing all the, it's sitting in front of, had taken, I mean, I'm at lunch with Patrick Bet David. Right. You know, I'm doing, I'm, 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 I'm working with, you know, um, always entrepreneurs all across the country, man. Super successful people. Um, and we did a lot of content for the agency and, and, um, and, but for me, like I was always drawn back to local. Right. You know, I was drawn back to the local marketplace. So being able to sit across from a client, you know, take them to lunch, you know, and, and work with them on a basis of, of building a relationship to try and help them grow their business. Right. Um, and I knew I had the talent and skill set for social media, but I just could not look the client in the eye, you know, and say, look, you know, you should buy these 35 TV commercials. It's going to help your business. You know, and when that, <laughs> that happened, like, I had to make a shift and say, okay, I can still do local marketing. Like I can still do local media, local marketing and work with my clients. I used to work with, but now on like a local basis through social media, high end video production and bring them the high quality look and feel of a New York shop, but with a local price tag. Right. So that's when I launched Fout Marketing. Um, and it's been just, you know, it's been crazy. So. It's been crazy. And that's been, you know, so, you know, one of the, one of the things that I'm trying to, like, um, I haven't announced this yet, but I'll go ahead and announce it. I'm, I'm interviewing, um, Jennifer Gluckow on the 24th. She's a, um, she's, she's a, uh, I mean, she's just a, she's a badass. And she's the significant other of this guy, Jeffrey Gittimer. And I'm interviewing. I'm interviewing him on the 26th. I think everybody's got a copy of Lord. Oh, there it is. So, yeah. so you know, one, but there's, there's these, this is, this, this show is about, you know, breakthroughs, like having a breakthrough in your life. And, and I think that, and, you know, you and I've talked a lot and, and, you know, I mean, I'm, not not putting you out on front street but you've called me and asked for you know input and and what my thoughts are on a lot of yeah. things and, oh, yeah. and and i i've said man you know look dude i i, I don't i mean I, I i don't have all the answers i know i know that 
the way that, that you're going to, to succeed in life is when you face whatever it is you're afraid of and do it anyway. And a lot of times when you do those things, all of a sudden you have a magical breakthrough. And, and I, I, you know, I won't talk about the phone call you made to me last, last week, but like, dude, you've had some breakthroughs. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it really enforced the reality of, you know, make a decision to say, well, you know what, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go on my own and, and do, do the marketing and, and know that basically like everything is now on me. Right. Right. Like I can't blame, you know, the product. I can't blame, you know, the pricing. I can't blame, well, you know, I, I don't want to do this because this now takes me away from doing this or nobody watches TV. Like it's, it's all on me now. That's it. Right. You know, it's all on me. And, um, it, it's, it's really, it comes down to, to just showing up and, and, and getting up out of bed and getting excited to go out in the marketplace and take what's yours. Right. And it's out there. It, it really is out there. And, and, and um, you know, I, I found for me that like, you know, I, I kind of had this idea in the back of my head that one day I want to go on my own. One day I want to create my own firm. One day I want to, you know, go out and, and, and work with clients. But I couldn't do that because I was like, you know, I had golden handcuffs on it because I was making so much money. Right. Like, why would I ever leave that job? You know? Right. And then opportunities kind of came up for me where I positioned myself to say, you know what? If I can, if I can go out to the marketplace and, and just capture, you know, capture the share that I need to take care of my family, to take care of my business, to take care of, of, um, you know, of my clients needs where I'm not, Overextending myself, where I can't service all these accounts. Right. Um, you know, I was able to go out to the marketplace and 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 be successful. And and the reality is, for me, I had to make a shift. You know, it was a mindset shift of now it's completely up to you. Like, yes, you control your own schedule. You get up when you want to get up. You stay as up as you, you know. You want to go make calls, make calls. You don't want to make calls, make calls. But for me, since I made that shift last week, and that's when you and I talked. Yeah. Um, you know, I mentioned the whole idea of the walls, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, and, and, um, you know, I think, I think we all have walls around us. Um, and everything we want is just on the other side of the wall. Yeah. Some walls are thicker than others. Some walls take a lot of, of, ch- of chipping away to get through. Yeah. But once you can get and see that hole that on the other side of that wall, you know, what's out there, it's up to you to go get it. You know, you can just say, forget chiseling. I'm just going to jump over the wall and go. Right. Right. You can build up enough strength and push the wall down or you can, you know, have somebody come knock it over for you. Right. But the reality is the social media today, there's no reason why, like, an entrepreneur who's in sales, just in marketing, in my, just in my own space, I mean, there, there's no reason why you're not successful. Like, there, like, I'm looking at my desk right here. Dude, I'm looking at, at magazines, okay? These two magazines right here. Hold up here. Yeah. I guarantee you there's a half a million dollars in business right there. Yep. And you know what? Every client in these magazines, there's no way to tell who's seeing their ad, who's who's visiting their website from this. It's it's waste. It's wasted money. It is. You know, and it's like it's it's my responsibility now to go out and call on these clients and say, look, you know, you're spending print. You're spread you're spending money on ways that you cannot go in the marketplace and to really know. What your value? What do you get? How are you, how are you tracking and measuring this stuff? You're not. 
Yeah, but you keep paying thousand dollars a month, thousand dollars a month, thousand dollars a month. Yeah. To, to the magazine rep, they come by, they pick up their check. Yeah. You know, they go buy a new pair of shoes, and next thing you know, you're like, well, why is my business not doing well? Right. Why don't I have patience? Well, because you've been blowing five grand a month for the last three years. Right. I'm pretty. I, I there was a there was a time when I, I had a company in in West Virginia, and I was the largest direct mailer in the state. And, and I, I would, I wouldn't, I mean, look, there are some instances like my buddy, John Hamlin owns a huge company doing direct mail, but it's a very laser focused direct mail that he does, you know, and it's, and it's related to the, the auto industry, but as far as just blasting out like, Hey, I'm a, I'm, I'm going to go blast out that I build websites or I do this or I, and, and I'm going to send a direct mail piece out or put in a, in a magazine like that or, right. or put, put the money into television advertising, which as you already know is far more than, than most print. So like, oh, of course. yeah, well, it's so fragmented. That, that's the thing. It's just so fragmented. I mean, right. that, the, the reality is that, you know, there wasn't in 1998, you know, in 2003, you know, you had to buy billboards, you had to buy TV, you had to buy radio. How else were you going to get your message out? How else were you going to tell people what you're doing? Right, right. So it worked back then. Sure. You know, the problem with a lot, a lot of local businesses now is is they're still holding on to what worked for their business. Yeah. I built my business on the Yellow Pages. I built my business buying this print magazine. Like, if I give this up, my business is going to suffer. Yeah. No, keep doing what you're doing. Your business is going to suffer. Right. I mean, that's just the reality. Right. But but they they they're built onto it, you know. And New Orleans is a unique market. You know, New Orleans is, is unique because they are still behind the the time of 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 social media, and you know, I mean, the the, the, yeah. the AM radio station is still a powerhouse in some forms down here. And, AM well, radio. And I was I was shocked when you told me that you need a flashlight and slippers to use the bathroom in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> but but they they it's incredible the amount of money that these guys get for radio uh, uh, placements right. down here. Right, right. It's insane. I'm like, are they, are they showing video on the radio now? Did I miss something? Like it's air. <laughs> it's just voice. Six hundred dollars, three hundred dollars for sixty seconds. Are you serious? Wow. Wow. But companies keep doing it, and ad agencies keep taking the money. They keep, they just call them up, ring, ring. Hey, yeah, I need to place uh, twenty thousand dollars a rate. Give me some drive time. Give me some afternoon drive, and there you go. Oh my god! So we're doing things differently. I mean, we're, you know, obviously, like for myself, I mean, I'm working with clients, you know, uh, to help them on our social media, and then to like bring the experience that I have from, you know, my years of broadcast, uh, helping them reallocate some of those dollars. Like I met, met with a client today who was. Uh, he was he was literally he's been spending money on broadcast television and uh and and he's like look you know i just haven't had the time to call a station and tell the guy to stop picking up the checks i like well, stop writing the checks just start writing just like stop writing the checks like that's easy to do right. and uh and, and he said look it's just not working anymore but you know i'm on our, it's on a system now the guy comes and gets a check every other tuesday and so um but i said look man you, you can take that take that money that you know half the money that you've invested in television and put it into a social media campaign and, and probably five X, if not 10 extra results. Yeah. So he's, yeah. uh, he's super excited about that. So we'll be working, uh, together with him pretty soon on, uh, on a project. So, but, um, but that, that's a little bit of a, 
round table as far as what I've been working on. and, and <clears throat> so, so, so the first time ever, like seriously, in, in, your, <clears throat> in your life, you now are officially the CEO of your own business, right? I am a CEO and a founder. Of your own Whatever that business. means to me. <laughs> You're on your own, right? Nobody's nobody's got your back. There's nobody. Yeah, it's I'm on my own, and um, and you know it's um, but it's good. I mean, I, I like the fact of, of being able to just go out and, and have really have no limits, you know, into yeah. what I can do. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and and there are a lot of a lot of a lot of people, super talented people, incredibly talented people, who um should be on their own, being successful. Um, but are just afraid. Yeah. yeah. They're afraid that they're afraid to make the leap because, well, what if it doesn't work out? Right. Well, it's, it's, there is no, what if it doesn't work out? You just make more calls. Like you take more action. Yeah. Like it will work out. It will the only reason why it won't work out is because you gave up. Yeah. That's the only reason why people, why, why people quit because they give up. Yep. That's right. You know? And you look at all the successful, um, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, um, when you look at, at people that, that have the opportunity or at least have the skill set to go out and be successful, um, you know, it's, it's probably fear of holding them back. What if I don't make it? Well, you know, if you, if you don't make it, you know, we see, I see some comments coming over here. I'm trying to read the comments. Yeah, and, Amber, Amber felt we've got Elizabeth. Elizabeth is awesome. I, I want to take a second and give her. I don't know if Jason Howland is still on here, but that dude right there is a badass. I love that guy. Jim Weaver, Scott Christopher, Hermilo. Um, let's see. Elizabeth, I, I love that woman. She's amazing. Amber felt is amazing as well. Um, I think they were laughing at my comment. It, it was a little delayed um, about going to the bathroom with with a flashlight and slippers. <laughs> but, you know, um, I, I think, I, what, I, would you be open to taking any questions if anybody has any questions? Yeah, let's see if, I, if anybody I, I has I think any we have a lot of people on here right now. It is the middle of the afternoon. But if you have any questions about, you know, sales, about marketing, about, about um you know, especially television media stuff. Steven's done that. Steven's hung out with some seriously big celebrities. I mean, really big. Patrick Bet David recently, you you uh, yeah. you were hanging out with, had lunch with him, and incredible guy, man. His whole team is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he's he's an he's an, an incredible dude. So you know, I'll give him a couple seconds here if anybody has any questions, but. Um, any anything any any big plans in the near future for you? Any any what are some of your Yeah, your, so so we were we got invited out um on my uh we, we posted the video live we dropped the video last night. Um we were invited out to document the opening day of the AAA baseball team in New Orleans, the New Orleans Baby Cakes. Yeah. And they're the affiliate of uh the the AAA affiliate of uh the Miami Marlins. And uh, we were able to capture there. They invited us. It was so nice. Was to invite us out to do uh, their little player uh, meet and greet with the fans, and we got a bunch of the kids signing autographs. Um, and then they invited us to. Uh, they gave us field passes in the dugout, which was an amazing experience to watch a game in the dugout. Yeah. Uh, so we, we were open at night. We we're in there. We shot a bunch of content for them. 
uh, because they also they they struggle too with with the, their um, a lot of their media is done to um, a lot of, a lot of their media is is placed through traditional advertisers. You know, a lot of the partnerships are done through the TV stations, and so they don't they're not really quite there yet on the social media side. Right, but. You know, one of the challenges that they're having is with attendance is it's it's just it's going to the ballpark. I mean, you can go to the ballpark uh, in New Orleans, watch a Triple A baseball game, and spend less money than taking a family of four to a movie, right? And get better entertainment, better value. It's a family experience, you know. So we're trying what what the project we worked on with them was to try to recapture that fan experience, yeah, and then deploy that on social media so people can see the fan experience, you know, not throwing it back up on television. Right. You know, it has to be, it has to be a social mind. It has to be, um, you know, uh, it, it has to be, um, yeah, deployed look. where people are paying attention. What's that? <laughs> Was that a distraction? I put Austin Lee's question up there. Yeah, I, but, I saw it pop up on the screen. But, but before um, that, I want to bring up, um, Elizabeth said, ask him if he's going to start a public page, um, or if he already has it. Yeah, look up Fout Marketing on um, on Facebook. And then, yeah, you know, okay. Stephen is a a celebrity for sure in the making, so I'm gonna I'm going to convince him to do a fan page here very soon. Um, but for sure look up Fout Marketing. But let's let's talk about um, Austin Lee is on here. He said I'm I'm looking to get started in real estate. Do you guys have any thoughts on it or any good mentors in the real estate yes. world? Go follow Sidney Torres. He is a real estate beast. He has a show oh, on CNBC called The Deed. Hey, uh, Sydney, it's S-I-D-N-E-Y Torres. Oh, it's not S-Y, it's S-I? Yeah, S-I, Sydney okay. Torres. Awesome. He is a real estate entre- serial entrepreneur. I mean, he is incredible. Um, but what he's doing, uh, he does, he has a show on CNBC called The Deed. We actually were, we're doing some work for him as well. Oh, wow. Um, and what he does is he work, yeah, he actually, he works with, um, uh, in, uh, real estate developers, guys that are looking to do some flips, but maybe they don't have the financing in line because they maybe had, you know, some bad credit here or there. And they just can't afford it, the financing. Right. So Sydney comes in and he puts up his own capital, his own cash. And works with them on the project to take the whole entire project from the property, developing it, flipping it, and then selling it. So yeah. it's a show called The Deep. And, um, and Austin, I'm sorry, I, that? I know Austin's out in, in Vegas, and, and I have a really good friend out there that does a lot of flips, and he's a yeah. realtor as well. Um, so, I'll, yeah. dude, hit me up, send me a, a PM, and I'll hook you up with him as well, dude. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, but he's a great guy. I mean, we're, we're going to be doing more content with Sydney too, as well about awesome. getting his brand out there because he's on. This is season two of the Deed starts. It launches um, June thirteenth is when season two kicks off. Yeah, and we literally we are literally about to drop a piece of content we did for Sydney. We filmed in New Orleans last week. Um, I, I have to literally send the video to him. I mean, he's already he's already seen it. He loves it, but I have to send uh, the file to post it. But um, but we did that video for him. But he is incredible, very knowledgeable in the space. So real estate. Yeah. Follow him. Follow Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think, you know, for me personally, um, you know, I'll be 50 years old in July. And and I'm um, I've been really thinking a lot about that. It's weird. I've been thinking a lot about, 
you know, just what, what's, what, I mean, I, I live in a, a pretty nice place and I, I just think about what got me to where I am. And I, I, I know that, you know, I look back and, and man, I've, I've really picked some great mentors. I mean, some really, really yeah. good mentors. And, and yeah. um, with, with, uh, it looks like Amber's got a question. We'll cover that in a second for sure. Um, yeah. but the, uh, and there she is with her beautiful little new, newborn baby too. Um, but you know, having the right mentors is unbelievably important. So, you know, you got Sydney, yeah. you've got Grant Cardone's huge in the real estate world and he does multiple real estate shows. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on that. And then having a direct mentor, somebody that you can go hang out with if, you know, you can arrange something like that. That's, that's incredible as well. So. Um, I think that you gotta, you gotta really make sure you're surrounding yourself with the right people. Do you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Get as close, get as close to the power as you can. That's it. Plug in. Very close. If you can. And if it costs money to do it, do it. If it costs doing your services for free, do it. Like you gotta align yourself with power. Like that's, if you wanna become successful, if you wanna be in a position to do things. Right. You know, to be great. I mean, that's just the reality. I mean, like you have to, you're not going to do it on your own. Right. You're not because it's just not going to happen. And so if you can align yourself, build a relationship with people who have done it and provide them service, provide them value, over, over value, over deliver. Yeah. Um, you know, you can then at that point, um, you know, work with them and, 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 you know, be a partner with them and, and, and maybe they'll promote you on their social media page or maybe they'll give you credit. They'll give you a shout out. They'll give you, um, you know, I mean, we, we did the work for the baseball team and, and, and they, they tagged us in their video today. They got 55,000 fans on their Facebook page. Wow. That's awesome. Dude. Like that's, yeah, it's incredible. So, um, it, it's just aligning yourself with the right people, um, and networking, networking, networking for sure. And, and that's, that's, that's something, you know, because you've only been at this now for what, two weeks? Yeah, two <laughs> weeks. Know? And it's like, you know, like everybody's like, wow, he's an overnight success, but really you're not. You've, you've put in a lot of time. You've ground a lot, 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 lot. You've paid a lot in, in financially to be where you are. You've spent money on clients. You've wined them. You've dined them. You've taken money out of your own pocket. You've spent lots of time away from your your beautiful wife and little girl, and and who's also a not newborn. How old is how old is she now? She'll be two next weekend. Jeez, insane, man! Like the other day. So like, fast. like yeah, it goes fast, doesn't it? So so like you know, it's important. I think that that people understand it wasn't overnight. That you've you've worked your butt off to get there. But, um, you know, Amber says when creating your brand, what is the best way slash approach on working together with the right strategic partner? When you mean strategic partner, do you mean like when you're trying like to associate like with a mentor? Yeah, I'm not sure I understand that either, Amber. I'm so not sure I understand that. Maybe Amber can clarify the question. Are you referring to... Um, uh, you know, as far as because I look at so for me, you know, I, I look at, you know, when we were doing content with the, with the New York firm was, OK, who who do I have interest in? Who is interesting to me? Like I, I was following Patrick, Bed David 
through all of his social media channels. And I looked at him like, that's a guy I wanted to get in front of. That's a guy I wanted to connect with because I wanted to be able to pick his brain, spend some time with him and just get to know the guy behind all the success in the videos. Right. Um, And, you know, it was a target. I said, I'm just going to just reach out to him. I DM'd him directly, like straight up DM'd him directly and said, yeah, 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 this is great. I'm interested in talking with you guys. Uh, Here's my guy, uh, you know, drop him an email, and then we set a call up. Next thing you know, we're on a plane like three weeks later and roll, riding in Patrick's Rolls Royce to lunch. Right. I saw I saw, I, 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 yeah. I saw that, man. I was like, dude, my boy Steven's rolling big. Yeah. Smooth, man. Yeah, it's awesome. Smooth, man. It's awesome. So I wonder, Amber yeah. may be typing a response, um, elaborating. Um so find some, yeah, finding someone you look up to. I think finding someone that, that you, you know, you consider successful and then, and then, and then connecting and finding a, an alignment with them to, um, either provide them value or, you know, you may say, well, this guy's got four million followers. How do I, you know, how do I provide them value? How do I get their attention? How do I, you know, well, you know, either it's like, you know, a podcast. Maybe you have somebody that has a podcast. You can invite them on the show and you can join with them. Like there's so many ways today to do it. Um, and just, just reach out and, and be very, very short and brief. Like this is not a long paragraph who you are, what you do. It's simple. I've, very, very short. Right. I've had so many people reach out to me, um, and ask for, you know, guidance or ask me to, to, to look at something, a business or, or, you know, whatever. And man, when they send a book, like when they send a, a like, more than one paragraph of, or, you know, I mean, maybe a couple, but dude. You would be, man, I get so many LinkedIn and it's just like paragraphs. Yeah. Of like, but oh. no, I'm not interested. Like, I you know, those. I don't, I mean, no. and I feel bad about it for a moment, but I, I delete them. I don't, I, yeah. I ain't nobody got time for that. So like, no. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> we just don't, man. Life's moving fast. You gotta get if yeah. you're in the fast lane, man. You gotta, you gotta be. You're, you're go faster. You're you gotta go faster. Grinding. Yeah, that's it. You know, we're all trying to figure that out. So, um, anyway, well, I, I don't know that, um, and I don't want to stay on here much longer. But, um, you know, I, I try to keep it at, at at below an hour because most people don't have that kind. Has of it been that long? It's been 40, uh, 42 and a half minutes, bro. So, but it goes fast. I mean, but for the viewers, I'm not sure if it does or not. But, um, are there any other questions that anybody would have before we get off of here? As, as, you know, if you, if you haven't noticed just listening to Steven, I mean, the dude knows his stuff and, and I, I'm, you know, him and I collaborate a lot on a lot of different things and, and talk about a lot of things and, and I'm grateful for that because, you know, we um, we can bounce things off of each other, you know, and that's that whole, you know, Napoleon Hill thinking grow rich. He said, you know, he talks about the, the mastermind, you know, having a mastermind group. And I have a certain group of people that I have in my circle that that that, you know, I, I bounce stuff off of. You're one of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I say here, man. You, I mean, you, you we talked a lot about different opportunities. And, and, and I mean, man, since I mean. I was at CBS. Yeah. We've been 
friends and, and different business opportunities. And yeah. man, you know, what do you think, Ken, you know, if I did this, does this make sense? And I mean, I've yeah. many times I've called you, I mean, like, yeah. you know, you've helped me out a lot yeah. um, in a sense of, of really believing in myself and knowing that what I need to do and just go out and do it. Please you know, share. a lot of people just, comments. somebody just share, me share your link in the comments. Let me see oh, okay. if I can do that. I'm going to try to do that. Um, yeah, I may have to come back. Whoa, what just happened? I just closed Facebook on my computer. Won't be doing that now. Um, so, <laughs> whoops. So, you know, I, I think that, um, and, and I, I mean, I have one last question for you. Uh-oh, the final thought, Ken. <laughs> do what? Said, um, Ken's final thought? No. Um, I, my, my biggest, do I have the option not to answer it? <laughs> you do. You do. Um, <laughs> I, I think I'll just ask everybody in the audience, and, 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 and you can participate if you want. Okay? What is okay. the most money that you've ever spent on a sewing machine? <laughs> Holy cow, man. I'm just Actually, you know, I'm going to answer that question. I'm going to say zero. And the reason why is because every time <laughs> that bill has come in, it has been paid by a client or a customer. So I and haven't I'm, spent a dollar totally on the sewing machine. But I love that, man, because you went all in and you, you have this uh, with your for your wife, with your wife, whatever. You've got this embroidery thing, too, and it's freaking amazing. And you didn't just yeah. go out and buy a little handheld little embroidery. No, this is, no, this, this is, if any, if anybody knows anything about, which I didn't know this until I bought the machine. I mean, about it's a six needle. Room. <laughs> it's massive. Yeah. It's massive. I, I went from, I bought my wife. My wife has a, she has a lot of things. And the one thing she didn't have was an embroidery machine. So I made the mistake and bought her a single needle machine, which anybody's <laughs> ever bought a single needle machine before. You know, it's a pain in the ass because, you got to unthread each color and rethread it back in. She's like, ah, I can't do this. It's a mess. I was, all right, send it back to Amazon. So, you know, her friends at her office or work, they have a six needle machine. It's all, does all the jackets and bags and all this stuff. And, and so the, you know, I, I get brought into this, uh, the sewing machine store. Um, and <laughs> oh my it's God. like massive, like, I mean, these machines are massive, you know, and there's no price tags on them at all. So I'm like, that's, that's a bad sign, right? So. And so and they offer they offer financing, which is another bad sign. Oh, so yeah, I said, all right, let's let's figure out a way that you know we if this if we can make money on this thing, let's keep let's, I'll, I'll buy it. And so um, it was called like the Entrepreneur Six Thousand or whatever. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. And a couple that was in the store, they said, look, man, we you know we bought one. Um, you know, we sell. We have a store in Etsy, and we sell you know uh, uh, embroidery stuff in our hometown. My wife makes a kill in doing it. Like I'm like, well, hey, we could do this. So we um, we we now embroider uh, backpacks and, and for. You, you do uh, a heck of a job stuff. at it, right? And I do a fantastic job at it. Yes, yeah, we're we I, are very good at a side. But that just goes to show you, like you can you can literally create, like go out and make an investment in a product, uh, in, in a machine, a capital. You can tax deductible, right? Yep. Not giving tax advice. But you can write it off, right? Yeah. And, and and go and you you know you find you know um, find your niche on, on a store like Etsy. You set up a set up a username and password, a store, 
we buy our backpacks fully transparent, buy them from Alibaba. Yeah. They, they, they drop them. They drop them on my doorstep for probably six dollars delivered. Yeah. And I sell them for thirty two dollars on, uh, on Etsy. And, you know, and, and I'm telling you, like you guys made that for, uh, for my, my little girl as a, as a nice gift. Oh, they're great gifts. And, and like they're holy great, they're great moly, gifts. the quality of it. It's, she loves it. She still uses it today. I mean, she's had it for, I don't know, a year. Oh, it's a good, yeah, they're good, they're good bags. Oh, yeah. it's awesome. But that, that, that's just, that's just taking an idea of saying, okay, well, let's see, you know, if I buy this machine, like how can it make, can it produce income? Right. Right. And it does. It does. And I, I think, so. you know, that's the thing is I, I can remember several years ago. I just shared your link, by the way. I, I remember oh, cool. several years ago, um, I was I was sitting in a buddy of mine's office. He's a financial planner. He's a mega millionaire. Um, like he's he's and he's he's funnier than hell. And, and he says, and I, and he's like, so how's it going, man? I said, man, I'm broke and I'm broke. Wah, wah, wah. And he says, dude, what are you doing, man? I, I go, I go, I, I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm broke, man. I'm, you know, wah, 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 wah. And he says, dude, <laughs> like you're, then you're not taking enough action. You just got to increase your activity. You got to make more calls. You got to, you know, whatever. And I said, dude, that's it. I know, but man, you would think that by now people would be just magically coming to me. And he's like, dude, that's not the way it works. You got to keep, you got to go, man. You got, and he goes, dude, there is a guy in Columbus, Ohio that makes over a million dollars a year picking up dog poop. He picks up (laughs) dog poop out of people's yards and they pay him to do that. And he makes over a million dollars a year. So. You know, you can't tell me if some dude can go out and pick up dog crap, you can't make a living. So, I mean, and that's it. It's all about activity, right? It's all about oh, it, is. I mean, it, it's it about comes down activity. to activity. It's all that, man. So, so you do it enough and, and you work hard enough and you push hard enough and you take a risk and, and, and bet on yourself, you know, it, it, there's a real good chance that it's going to pay off. Yeah, I mean, that's because you're going to, if not, what's going to happen? You're going to go back, work for a company, yep. corporate company, yep. and what are you going to do? Get back to work. Yep, that's it. So just work. Right, just, and right? they're going to tell I mean, you, hey, man, you you know, you work at Grant Cardone's office, you got to make 150 calls a day <clears throat> and have a certain amount of talk time with customers, you know, so... Like right, right. you got, it, it all comes down to the level of activity you're willing to put in. That's it. It's work. Yeah, that's it. It's work. Because if, if you, if you were to say, if they say you have to make 200 calls a week, or you have to make 300 calls a week or 400 calls a week and you don't want to do that. Right. Okay. But guess what? If in order to be successful in that environment, you have to make 400 calls a week. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you said, I don't want to do that because I don't want to make 400 calls. Okay, well then go do your own thing. Right. Make a hundred calls. Let me know how it works out for you. Okay, you 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 made some sales. Great. Well, if you made two hundred calls, could you make more sales? Right. Well, probably so. Well, go make two hundred calls. Right. Exactly. It's the same work. It's, it's not like well, I'm going to go back and work for corporate America, and all of a sudden now I'm going to get a paycheck every two weeks, and you're still going to have to go to work. Yeah. You're still going to have to do something for the money. You're not just going to give right. you free money. That's right. Yep. So, so are you are you in a position where 
you can say, you know what, I, I'm self-disciplined, I can go to the marketplace, I can provide value, provide a service to a customer, help them with their marketing, yep. and, and in exchange, you know, in, in exchange value for, for, for you know, your, your time and your investment, yep. they just do that. That's all you need to do. But so many people are saying, well, I'm just going to go work. You still have to get up, get dressed, drive to the office, sit in meetings, yep. do reports, like, or I can say, you know what, screw that. I'm just going to go make more calls. That's it. I think for me, the re- I think for me that, that what I'm most excited about this new journey for me that I'm on is my, my time now is like, I don't have to be back at three o'clock for a sales meeting. Right. I can go stop and see three more clients. That's it. Or I don't have to be at the office at 8 a.m. Dude, 8 a.m., I'm having coffee with a client at 7.30. Right. You know, a lot of times for me, I had to be at my desk for 8.15. Well, that means I couldn't see anybody before 7.30. Yeah. Okay? And 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 I didn't get out in the field till 10 o'clock. Right. Well, I'm dropping off my daughter at school, but I'm going right to my first meeting. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm transacting and meeting people. Right. That's it. So... So that uh, oh, there goes all my stuff. That that uh, hey, you know, that as long as my book didn't fall, we're good. No, you're good, brother. You're good. <laughs> you're still up there. Um, you know, but it's um, you know, look at the end of the day, it just comes down to uh, to activity. And, and if you if you if you if you're a good person, you do you do quality work. Yep. You help clients achieve their goals. You can make them money. Like you can be successful. Like. Just take more action. That's it. That's it. That's it. That, that's all it comes down to. Like I said, I've got books on my desk here. I've got I've got probably four magazines on my desk here that, you know, I mean, did I call all these people in the magazine? No. <clears throat> nope. I can. I mean, they're obviously they're writing checks to pay for this, so they're spending money. Somebody somebody sold them this. Yeah. I mean, I would think today this would be pretty hard to sell. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm going to give you a static ad on page 97. That's going to be this big. And it's only a hundred bucks. Dude, this magazine is expensive. Is it really? This, this is St. Charles Avenue. How this much, is on the avenue. How much to put an ad in there, you think? Look at these people, Ken. You think these people have money? They have yes. Money. How much, how much do you think, how much to put and, in there? And this magazine here? <clears throat> Uh, at least a thousand, at least a grand a page. Wow. Yeah. So, so this ad right here probably cost this guy. I mean, and I, I'm that's conservative with that. It could be two. It could be twenty five hundred dollars well, a page. Dude, hold it, hold it up to the screen so we can at least give the guy some chance. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. That's the most exposure that ad has gotten since it hit that paper. I'll tell you, you know what we're gonna do? Relish, relish on Metairie Road right here. Okay? We can tag them in this post and this feed what and we'll see it? if they get more traction. Show it again. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it full screen for you. Relish, what do they do? Relish does like home decor? Fashion home gifts. Okay. So everybody in New Orleans, um, you just just you gotta call up Relish and tell them, hey, your ad is not useful in that paper or in that magazine. Call Stephen Fout; he'll hook you up. <laughs> yeah, but they probably got more exposure on this feed than they get in the magazine. So I mean, that's true, though. 
I mean, yeah. you know, I, and I mean, I don't know how many people, we don't even have a lot on right now, but, you know, the replay viewers, if they watch it this long, you know, so anyway, well, look, dude, we're at the end of this. Let's call it a wrap. I really appreciate you jumping on. No, it's here. good, man. It's good catching up with you, man. Yeah. And, and. Appreciate you, know, you having me on the show. And, and as, as you already know, bro, anything I can ever do to help you and your family, I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah. You said a lot, man. It's been, it's been fun. We had, a, we had a good time. Good conversation. We had some fun. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity, man. Yeah. My, my, my honor, brother. All right. Well, listen, you have a great night and, and thank you all for, and Stephen, don't hang up yet, but, um, thank you guys. Appreciate everybody that's been on here. Thank you for all the shares, the love, the likes and the questions and the interaction. Appreciate it. You all, you all have a great night. See you later.